We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise Tim Allen on the fan. If you need doors and windows, haters one PellaWI.com. Haters one two. Strike three. They'll secure it at first, and there it is. The second no hitter in Brewers franchise history. As Hader picks up the save, burns the win, and they're erasing history all the way back to 1987. Rock, your day. What, what, a, what a magical year it has been for the Brewers, capped off tonight by the no-hitter, Corbin Burns, Josh Hader. What a performance by these guys. I mean, you talk about a Cy Young candidate. Corbin Burns just kind of leapfrogged a couple of guys tonight. It is a final, and the results are good. A no-hitter in Cleveland going back to 1987. The no-hitter drought is over for the Milwaukee Brewers. And welcome in, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. How about that? A no-hitter. This season is special. You just heard Bill Schroeder right there on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Just sort of a magical season for this baseball team. And another benchmark hit, Corbin Burns and Josh Hader, a combined no-hitter for the crew. And the word combined, I don't care. It's a no-hitter for the Milwaukee Brewers. I want to get your reaction here after this one. It just keeps getting better and better and better here in the 2021 championship season. There's uh, Jeff Orlowski, the Polish pipe bomb. My name is Tim Allen, and 115 pitches, eight no-hit innings for Corbin Burns, a 1-2-3 frame for Josh Hader in the ninth inning. Some fantastic defense being flashed by the Brewers here, and the Brewers complete the no-hitter, a combined job to get the victory to take game two of this three-game set in Cleveland. And how you feeling, Brewers fans, after this? Wow. <laughs> this is, you know what was uh, extra cool, too, is that Bill Schroeder was uh, on the call for this one. He was be- behind the dish and in harness for the last time the Brewers threw a no-hitter, which is really, when you look at it back to 1987, I mean, almost pathetic, sort of. <laughs> you go that long without a no-hitter. But uh, the dam is broken now, and uh, it's flowing no-hit baseball in Milwaukee for Corbin Burns, Josh Hader, and the Milwaukee Brewers. They get the victory. Wow. What a game tonight. 414-799-1250. Can you feel something brewing in Milwaukee? I think you can. And we've been talking about it. Wow. 414-799-1250. We are live in the Lakeland University studios with online learning in seven locations throughout the state. 
Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu, as uh, Toby Altizer is here as well. Toby, a no-hitter, going crazy. I I know the debate's going to come up, 115 pitches for Corbin Burns. You send him back out there. That will come up, but we'll celebrate it. Toby, how did that look to you? Man, that's awesome, and you felt like this team was special. Now you get a no-hitter to cap off an incredible year. You get something you can finally celebrate down here in the games that – you know, they, they matter, but they really don't at the same point. Now you get a Corbin Burns, Josh Hader no-hitter. Like you said, we can argue about whether Burns should have gone out there or not. Who cares? It's a no-hitter for the Brewers. First time since 87. How great does this feel? Yeah, oh, man, it's what a great feeling. And, and you can tell that you're right. You're right on the money. These ga- games matter, but they kind of don't matter. Uh, magic number, by the way, at eight here in the 21 championship season. That is, uh, that that's true, but they keep, just one upping here this season. They just they just keep there's always something else, you know, whether it's a, a franchise record in uh, road victories, whether it's a franchise record now in 33 games over 500, 88 and 55. I don't you know what's next. You guys we all know what's next. It feels that way. 19 games remain here in the 21 championship season. And I want to get your reaction, how you're feeling, Brewers fans, on a no-hitter for the first time since 1987. And certainly, in my 16 years of doing this show, obviously, I have not done a show that has had a no-hitter just before it. It's a final. There's been some near misses, but uh, not, you know, just couldn't seal the deal uh, in the past 16 years, but they finally get it done. Corbin Burns, 115, eight innings of no-hit ball, and Josh Hader just just seals the deal. I don't think Josh was going to get denied in that ninth inning, honestly, guys. I, I didn't, I, I didn't uh, have any issue or I wasn't real worried about Josh Hader in the ninth inning. There were some concerns. There was a little heavier contact uh, off Corbin Burns uh, toward the – you know, seventh and eighth innings there. But my goodness, a no-hitter for the Brewers here in 2021. It just keeps getting better. Well, you want to get some reaction here, guys? You want to get some reaction? Yeah, let's do it. That Okay. Here we go. Let's get to Mike here in okay. Pewaukee. My Let's bad. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're first up on the fan. What's going on, Mike? A no-hitter tonight. Hey, Tim. I, I'm I'm happy. I'm elated, but I am going to start the controversy. I was pissed off as soon as I heard that Burns was not pitching the ninth. He was on cruise control. I, I firmly believe, and I know it's conjecture, but I think Burns was on pace to hit his own no-hitter. He didn't need the help from Hater. I think it was, you know, it proved out to work. I can't deny that, that it's a combined effort. But I just, I just, I'm pissed for Burns because I think Burns was, he, he was going to do it all by himself. I'm, I am happy. I'm, I mean, this is a special season the Brewers are having, but I'm not happy with Craig Council. I'm not. I think Burns would have done this all on his own. That's, That's all I'm going to emotional... say. Okay, very good, Mike. Thanks for the call. 799-1250. That's the emotional tug of war right now you're dealing with. I'm dealing with the same thing. Jeff Orlowski, Toby, uh, I mean, you know, we're, we're all dealing with that decision-making, and we, we will hear from Corbin Burns tonight. We will hear from Craig Council. They, were, they will make heads or tails out of that decision, 115. 
I mean, in years past, you've got guys like Edwin Jackson, you know, the, the, the veteran. He's getting tossed. out. There's uh, 124 pitches going into the final uh, ninth inning, and, and they're throwing him out there. So I understand the debate. But don't let it rain on your parade, man. The dam has been broken on a no-hitter. It's been since 1987, and I get you, Mike, and we're going to have a lot of reaction here uh, feeling probably the same way. But, I mean, as, we don't know if it might have been Corbin running out of steam. I would be surprised if it were that. I want to know what went into the decision to lift Corbin Burns after 115. Other pitchers have been sent out there with a higher pitch count heading into the ninth inning. And Craig Council doesn't allow it to happen, or that's what we think right now. So let's just hold the roll just a little bit to find out exactly how that played out. 799-1250, a no-hitter for the Milwaukee Brewers here in 2021. Let's go to Paul. Paul, you're next here on The Fan. What's on your mind, Paul? I agree with your last caller exactly. I was listening to the game from the first to the eighth inning, and when I heard they were bringing Hader in, then I turned on the listening to the Badgers. And I'm thinking, why? You know what he missed out on? He missed out on being in the record book with the no-hitter with Juan Nieves. Well, I'll go you one further, man. I, I, I don't know. You'd have to uh, balance this, and it's all conjecture. But did the, this decision cost him a Cy Young? Something to think about. A lot of things. Like I mentioned, your last caller, he must have took the words right out of my mouth. Okay, very good. Thanks for the call. Okay, See, thanks. You got it. I, I kind of figured we'd get this at 115. It's, it's, it's sort of, Jeff, it's sort of, what would you have done? I know what I would have done. Oh, you know me too, man. Corbin's going out there. You know, they were right. To, you know, this game matters, but it doesn't matter. You know, you throw him out there because at the end of the day, you, uh, if he's tired, he throws 150 pitches, he's got two weeks off. You know, go sit. We don't need you till the playoffs. So yeah, at, at least skipping another start. Uh, absolutely. Start. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would have thrown him out there, but still, man, how special is this? Just phenomenal. Sweet. Yeah, this is this is super sweet. So that's the debate tonight, and it's okay to have that debate. It's perfectly fine. The reality is, though, it is a no-hitter, and it's another special benchmark here in a special season. That's for sure. 799-1250. We'll go to Patrick. You're next up here on The Fan. What's up, Pat? Hey, Franchise. Thanks for taking my call. I got I'm going against the, the previous two callers. I'm, I'm totally fine with the decision. I actually probably would have. I was telling Python I might have even taken him out after the seventh. If you're going to let him go out there for the eighth, then why not the ninth? But he was at 100 pitches after the seventh. But, hey, I'll, I'll take the combined no-hitter. I mean, I was 15 years old when Juan Nieves threw a no-hitter, and that's been a long time coming. It really has. <laughs> I, I will say this. Uh, Patrick, thanks for the call. I, I will say that um, I was surprised a little bit that after 104 pitches through seven that he was rolled out there for the eighth, knowing what I know about Craig Council. Craig Council tends to baby cake on these guys. He's been doing it all season long. He's been very transparent while he does it. He's, he's uh, allowed us to be on the uh, you know inside, if you will, 
on a six-man rotation, the innings elevation from a 60-game schedule last year into this year. He hasn't tried to hide anything, guys. He's been just rolling it out there. His opinion is we're going to watch these guys and their innings and their outings. And that didn't change today. So he's consistent with that. 100%. I would have sent him out there with 115. There would have, I wouldn't have even looked at him. I wouldn't have even had anybody up in the bullpen yep. in the ninth inning. That's me, though. Craig Council's a lot different than you, and he's a lot different than me. Well, and I'll give you a little hint on uh, what's to come when we hear from Corbin Burns. He said he felt better in the seventh and eighth than he did in the middle innings. Oh, boy. If that does, is, that's not a little oh, dagger right there. You know what I mean? I wonder what kind of conversation, how that went down after the eighth inning. I won't just because you saw some congratulations going on in the dugout. So they must have had some form of communication in there. That said he was done. Is that Craig Council throwing his managerial weight around and just saying, hey, man, your health is more important than this no-hitter for you individually? Of course we're going to try and get the no-hitter. We've got our stud back there, Josh Hader. Well, and of course, one of the main jobs as manager is to sit there and protect the players from themselves when they need it. Uh, You know, it's just what your threshold is on how many pitchers you want to throw on on your race. I am just giddy tonight. Hell yeah. Hitter for the Brewers tonight. You know, we look around the league. I think that's number eight this season. I I consider uh, Madison Baumgartner uh, a no hitter as well. But for some unfortunate, stupid rule reason, they don't give him a seven inning no hitter. But. Uh, it's number eight for uh, Major League Baseball this season, and it's number two for the Brewers in franchise history. Come on, that that's a reason to celebrate. I feel bad for Burns. I do. Me too. This this is something that you know, pitcher his whole career without even having a chance at it. You get a chance at it, and it's one fifteen. I could understand one twenty six. A little bit better debate. One twenty seven, eight, nine range. I, I get that part. And there's some managers that would have just rolled him right back out there. And some managers have done that with that type of pitch count. Yeah. But that's just me. That's not going to rain on the no hit parade. I just feel bad for Burns. Yeah, I do too. Because where I, you know, the way I feel is that a combined isn't as special if then, you know, if it's just one dude. But, uh, but that doesn't take any of the polish away on this, man. This is glorious, Timmy. It's, it's just sort of apropos to what this team is. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not individuals under Craig Council. It's always been team. It's always been chemistry. So in that regard, it's sort of fitting, isn't it, that it's a combined no-hitter because we're team. We're, we're, we're team-based here. We're chemistry-based here. Getting your reaction after a Brewers three-zip win, they no-hit the Cleveland Indians tonight. Corbin Burns and Josh Hader with a combined no-hitter, first no-hitter in Brewers uh, history since 1987. The first combined no-hitter. They have a a complete game no-hitter by Juan Nieves in 87, and now this combined here in 2021's championship season. Beer count Kenny. Uh, 115, you send him out there. You're going to protect Craig Council on this conversation. Hold on one second. Top to top. There we go. 
Now let me bring you people back to reality for the crying out loud. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right, I want everybody to settle down. And here's what I want. I want more goddamn coverage on <laughs> oh, you'll get every, it every sports channel around the world. And in, in terms of MLB, I turned on the MLB channel this morning. I'm going to tell you something. I'm about ready to light them people up. This team <laughs> like is you're the lit team. Up. Yeah. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Not yet. Now, don't start throwing daggers out there now. Hold oh, on now. Oh, you're talking slower than last night, Kenny. Yeah, you, you had fun during this no-hitter, brother. Hold on. But I hit a $250 pull tab today. So, yes, I am. I'm a little Nicely slower done. in the conversation, but here's the deal. I loved what happened today from the standpoint of how the Brewers quickly got a lead. They moved on. They They persisted of Corbin Burns pitching. Here's my thing to you, Tim, and this is going to get you all wound up. Who's our top three pitchers now? Do we not set Peralta in the backside because Lauer is doing so well? And how about Woody? Don't talk crazy now, Kenny. No, hold on. No, no, this is serious. Now listen to this. This is absolutely serious. My buddies and I today, we were all talking because we were saying, okay, so Woody – he struggled those last couple outings. So obviously, Burnsy's number one. Who goes to number two? Who goes to number three? This is a great conversation to have, and this yeah, is what makes yeah. the season so special. Now, yeah. should Burnsy have gotten more pitches and at least been able to start the ninth? Without a doubt. You've got to okay. send him out there. I mean, this is silly. Why wouldn't you give the kid an opportunity to do something that okay. only Nuevas has done, right? Juan talking Nuevas. about Kenny. I got jam phone lines, dude. I, 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 I know you know. do, but I love you guys. 17, <laughs> I'm enjoying life. BC. Beer nice. 17. <laughs> nice. Well, you hit a $250 pull tab. Uh, yeah, 17, you know, that's that about right. In- increases the value of each one. Yeah, yes, let's, uh, let's get your reaction here. Brewers no-hitter tonight. And we're talking about it on the fan, and we'll go to Bill on the Odyssey app. Bill, you're on the fan. Hey, Tim. Uh, I have to confess, last Saturday I was calling in concerned about the trend, and it seems to have turned right around again. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, I, I, I listened to the games on the MLB app. I was not able to get the Milwaukee broadcast, so I listened to the Cleveland broadcast. Those guys in that booth were very, very complimentary to the Brewers. Nice. And I think there are there are uh, people around the major leagues that are seeing the Milwaukee Brewers for what they are. They had okay. nothing but good to say about about Burns, and I cannot question a manager who's got his team 33 games over 500. Thanks for it's a great point. It's a great point, Bill. It's it, thank you. That's the see. That's the thing. I, I just I look at it from the perspective of Corbin Burns individually, as 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 a dude, as as a dude that's playing Major League Baseball that has an opportunity to do something special. I just look at it from that perspective. And Bill, you're right. It is tough for any of us to question what Craig Council does and how he manages his pitching staff. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's a very that's a difficult thing to kind of justify. 
I, we do it, and we, we, we have some issues with a little bullpen management here and there. That's standard in baseball, and that's really the essence of shows like this is that baseball is a great debate. It's a great situational debate on a nightly basis. But, boy, at the end of the day, it is very difficult to question what Craig Council is doing. But when it comes to the special nature of one of these games with one of these players, I think that's – to me, that's when you kind of go, uh, you know, off, you go off your, your track a little bit and, and you, you sort of uh, custom make your decision making. You, you isolate it to this particular game. You, you don't isolate it to the macro level. Uh, you don't expand it, I should say, to the macro level um, and, and your consistency in that. I think you sort of just grab this situation and say, hey, man, what, what can I do for this kid? What can I do for this kid? This, the, the biggest result of this, outside of the second no-hitter in franchise history, <clears throat> the biggest outcome of this, and again, I'm speculating on this, could have been Cy Young. Now, we don't know how that's going to factor in, but it's going to factor in. Imagine if he throws the complete game no-hitter. He might be one of the front runners, if not the front runner. Yeah, I think he would have been. But, uh, you know, for me, I don't care about a Cy Young. I, you know, it, it would be great and, you know, a huge honor for Corbin, but I'd, I'd rather win the World Series. 115 pitches through eight no-hit innings for Corbin Burns. Josh Hader comes in, locks in the second no-hitter in franchise history. And we're celebrating that conversation for sure. 414 799 Nate, you're next on the fan. Hey, Jimmy. Um, you knew you were going to hear from me today. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I kind of always thought that this was going to happen, but you know what? I thought it was gonna, I thought it was going to happen during one of those seven-inning games or doubleheaders, things like that of that nature. For it to happen right now, today, nine innings, it's just amazing to me, man. I I wasn't I wasn't around for the first for the first one Juan Yavis. And ever since I became a, a, a baseball fan, I've been wanting it. I've been wanting it. I would you will see you will get to you will you will watch games and you will see. Oh my God, he got it's six, it's seven, and then something bloop or something will happen. I remember watching that game, Chase Anderson. He had one through seven. Um, a blooper just drops in there. Yep, yep. Um, it's just, man, it's it's a satisfying feeling to finally witness one. Um, and then, I, honestly, I don't care about what if it's a combined or or a Corbin Burns fantasy. I'm just happy we got one. You know what I mean? And that catch by Low King. And Jace Peterson, oh, my goodness. That, that's what so, makes no-hitters are great defensive gems. You're always going to get one, two, or three of those in heart, every no-hitter. Nate, I'll, I'll let you finish. I'll let you finish. The, the point on you kind of figured this was going to happen, I did too, and here's why. This isn't Dave Bush or Sean Markham that goes out there and maybe, you know, gets lucky a little bit, uh, you know, has some uh, has some good bounces here and there. When you compare those types of makeup and, and, and what kind of pitches, uh, pitchers they are, and you compare them to Woody, Burns, and Peralta, 
Woody Burns and Peralta, they own a game. They're overpowering, and everyone knows it, whereas Dave Bush has to get a little crafty. Even a Mike Fires, who's thrown two no-hitters, you got a little – you had to be a little crafty in that. You knew this was coming, Nate. I knew this was coming at some point because these are dominating pitchers, and when they're on, they're literally unhittable. Yeah, and it's just like, with, like I said before, with them two plays with Kane and Jace, my heart dropped. I'm telling you, it just, and, but it, it was a good one. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh yeah, yeah. Now I feel it. Now I, I, I usually I get real superstitious and I start flipping through channels. Yeah. And it would been, it would have been a great day to, to flip back and forth to the Badger game, but I stayed there after them plays and I said, it, 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 it has to happen today. If not today, then then win. You know what I mean? But All right, I Nate. Know got, I know you got a lot of callers uh, wanting to celebrate, so just have a good night, everybody. We we got one, and you, uh, man, enjoy it, Nate. Enjoy Finally, it. It's us. Finally, it's yeah. us. Thanks, thanks for the call, Nate. We'll talk again. You, I thought something special was going on when Burns completed three innings, nine up, nine down, with seven strikeouts. If that isn't an advertisement of, hey, watch what's going on in Cleveland tonight, I don't know what is. I brought my good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Raise your hand if you thought it was good stuff. Seven of nine hitters were were struck out by Corbin Burns. And I thought for a second there that Ben Sheets had to look out because he was well on his way to the 18 strikeout performance that Ben Sheets had years ago. 414-799-1250. Dealer's choice here. Let's go to uh, Tim and Racine. Tim, you're next here on The Fan. Hey, this is George Thurgood. I'm the (laughs) half-barrel chugger. Scott, whiskey. (laughs) You and Beer Count Kenny should hook up. (laughs) Hey, I'm topping that. No, anyway, um, I'm a little upset, okay? I'm going to be straight up honest. It's okay. Because this is my point. I I think, Tim, you're going to get it. I don't know how your your buddy there, how old he is, but for me, I'm almost 54, right? But I always remember, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I've always remembered that that coach would give that player a chance to, to at least go back out. Even if it was 125 or 130 pitches, I remember these days. Yeah. And it just builds so much confidence more in your team that, I don't know, it has a really good effect, and I've seen those teams. It I does have Nolan a good Ryan, effect on a baseball Ryan team. Have? Yep. I mean, how many did Randy Johnson have? I think Ryan had, what, seven, eight in his career? But see, he was—he's a dominating pitcher. That, that, that you know, these yeah, guys. This isn't the last no hitter you're going to see in Milwaukee. How are we going to let our team feel that they're dominant when you can let your pitcher prove himself? And hey, if he gives up a hit, hey, give give the other team a hand, or, or you know, whatever. <laughs> just, just sportsmen, man. This is this is why I live for this because this is this is what he should let them do. 
and that's just my opinion. I'm probably on the wrong side of all this because everybody. No, you're not. Now. No, 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 you're not, Tim. Thanks for the call. No, I, I completely get it. And we haven't heard from Craig yet. Maybe Craig's going to say in his in his post game presser that he talked to Corbin and Corbin said, "Yeah, throw Hater in there." And we both agreed, right? They they may have had the conversation that said, "Hey, it was time." I, my guess is that's, and I haven't heard it, and I don't want to hear it. Uh, I hear it fresh with you guys. That's been, it's it's been the same. Uh, for 16 years on this show, I, I don't get previews of what the manager says before I hear it right along with you guys. So my guess is, is that he's going to say it was time. And that, that should be, well, that's going to have to be good enough for all of us. Yep. That, that reasoning is going to have to be good enough for all of us. It was just time. I disagree with it. I would have let Corbin do it. I think it does, and Tim made a great point. It does have an effect and an impact on a team having a magical run. Now, the no-hitter did, they sealed it. It's a no-hitter. That's the, again, that's the emotional uh, fan perspective tug of war that we're having with ourselves right now. We're happy on one side for the team for locking down a no-hitter for the first time since 1987. 87 to me at this point sounds like it's the New York Highlanders in 1923. <laughs> I mean, it does. It seems so long ago. But this isn't the last no-hitter you're going to see from this organization. There's going to be another one soon. There will be. There's too much dominating pitching talent on this team for it not to happen. Well, Timmy, let me play devil's advocate for one second. And why I will say that I don't think this affects you know the clubhouse at all. Uh, because he threw a hater in for the ninth. Lorenzo Cain is batting eighth, and now that they're in uh, Cleveland with the DH, now he's hitting ninth. So these guys sacrifice for this team. You got Lorenzo Cain, who's one of the leaders in that clubhouse, sitting there making making a sacrifice and, and getting it done, producing and doing it without complaining. Somehow I think Corbin Burns is going to fall right in line. And when you got your big names doing this stuff, it's got to resonate throughout the whole clubhouse. This could be a positive. Agreed. And it it does show you the effect of chemistry and being a team. This is not the individual Milwaukee Brewers under Craig Council. It never has been. As much as Ryan Braun wanted to make it about himself – as much as some of these other guys wanted to make it about themselves, it's it just it's just not the way it goes under Craig Council. So in that regard, it sort of falls into being appropriate under Craig Council that it is a, quote, combined no-hitter. Yeah. Uh, you want to get one more in here? Yeah, one more before the break. Mike in Greenfield, you're on with Tim. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. Um, I'm gonna, I thought that was a great point that uh, I think the second-last caller made. I'm not going to criticize a manager who's got his guys playing, you know, uh, 30 games over 500. The other thing is, I, I guess I'm a little bit wait and see till all the facts are in because I think Council's a guy who likes to set up for special moments, and I can't picture him not doing the same thing. But I'm a big fan of Craig Council. So um, I'm just saying that um, I'm hoping that's the case, that he yeah. says, you know, Burns, Burns said, no, no, I'm gassed or whatever. 
although I can't picture it, but I'm hoping it. But, man, yeah. you're right. It's a special season. Um, it sure is, and this is another reason why. Thank yeah. you, Mike. We'll talk again. It's another another you know benchmark to hit for this special season. It really is. You know, you, it just I'm losing track of all these benchmarks, <laughs> record breakers. I am. I'm not kidding you. Normally, I can just rattle them off top of my head, just boom, 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 boom. This this, this is just it keeps getting better and better. And now you gotta you actually have to boy take notes and, and keep a list and and all of these things. It's been amazing. A no hitter tonight for the Milwaukee Brewers for the first time since 1987. And we're talking about it. Still getting your reaction. Corbin Burns, eight of those nine innings, no hits, just one walk. And then you have Josh Hader, one, two, three, to lock it down in a celebration in Cleveland. It's the Pella Window Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Hader's one, two. Strike three. They'll secure it at first. And there it is. The second no-hitter in Brewers franchise history. As Hader picks up the save, burns the win. And they're erasing history all the way back to 1987. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, the fan. Hit in the air. Yount. Makes a great catch, and Juan Diemus has thrown the first no-hitter in Milwaukee Brewer history. What else can happen to this team? Juan Diemus has no-hit the Baltimore Orioles on a great game-ending catch by Robin Yount. That was 1987, and it's been since that day right there uh, till now. That the Brewers have not thrown a no-hitter. Until now, it's uh, Corbin Burns and Josh Hader, a combined no-hitter here in the 2021 championship season. Boy, Jim Paskey sounded young. Whoa. Yes, he did. Wow. (laughs) Slow it all down, guys. 414-799-1250. Your reaction here, a special season made a little more special tonight with a no-hitter thrown by Burns, Hader, and the crew and lost in the shuffle here. It was a three-zip victory. It is the magic number at eight, and it is 33 games over 500, just continuing to hit benchmark after benchmark after record-breaking benchmark almost on a nightly basis, guys. Been a great season, 19 to play here in the 21 championship season. Let's go to Doug. Doug, you are next on the fan. We're talking no-hitter for the Brewers. Hey, Tim. Hey, Polish by Bomb. It's such a great pleasure to talk to you guys. How are you? Good. Fantastic. Well, more important how you are, man. Oh, I'm great, man. Hey, so let's focus on the positive, right? Like you just said it, 33 games over 500. There's a lot of backlash, I think. People upset that Burnsy didn't get to go out and finish it off. Look, man, let's think big picture. All right, we don't want to extend this guy. How many games has this guy pitched over 100 innings this year in any start? Five? 100, 100 pitches in any start this year. Yeah, I five, think this maybe, was four six. or five, yes. Right. So, like, why are we I, – personal accolades, that's great. I would love nothing more than any of our guys to go out and get any amazing accolade. Like, let's be honest. Like, get a Cy Young. That would be amazing. But, like, we're thinking big picture, right? Let's think World Series. 
let's not crush this guy's arm and make him go 130 pitches. Well, well guess who? I mean, guess who got hurt, Doug? I'll keep you here, but uh, just to, just to echo that uh, sort of sentiment, uh, 115 pitches, a career high for Corbin Burns tonight. Uh, you do recall what happened to Burns late in the season last year heading into the playoffs, right? Does everyone remember this? Yes, absolutely. But even more than that, like, how many guys have you seen where a, a co or a manager, like, extends a guy to get to get a no-hitter or get a perfect game, and he throws 120, 130, whatever it is, pitches, and then he's garbage for, like, the next however long? Like, mm-hmm. we don't want that, right? We're, we're close, man. We're close to the where real baseball matters. Let's just – Let's take it back a second. Let's let's finish the game. Let's get the win. Let's get the no-hitter. We got it. Cool. Now let's save him where it matters most. Yeah, sounds good. All right, thank, thanks for the call, Doug. Uh, well stated. Uh, I, I, again, I can only tell you what I would have done. And so Craig Council obviously did something different. That's But, I, again, from, from a Brewer fan and – someone that analyzes this team day in and day out, it's so difficult for me to disagree with what Craig Council's philosophies are with his management of innings and outings for his pitching staff, both bullpen and starters. It's just very difficult for me to question that. It, it is difficult. But in this case, if it were me, and I think, uh, I think the, um, the jury is, is split on this for sure, if it were me, I, w- I would have rolled him right back out there. The first hit, he's out. I mean, the first the first knock, he's out. And that's that, and he comes off to some fanfare. But, hey, they went in a different direction. Corbin seemed to be okay with it in the dugout. We'll, we'll hear from uh, Craig Council and Corbin Burns coming up, and we'll hear from Mike right now at 799-1250. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Got the World Class crew, uh, crew over there on Tobster. That's right. He, Special night. Over there? I don't hear a word from him. No, he left. He was here running the game, the college football oh, game. Okay, he hung out for fine. a little bit. Yeah, he witnessed history, though. And that one caller, you, they could pitch a no-hitter tomorrow. You're not going to see him on MLB. You're not going to see him on ESPN. It's, it's just like the Bucks. Dodgers, Yankees, Boston. Dodgers, Yankees, Boston. That's all I think about. Now, uh, I don't care if Vogelback came out in the eighth and Tilly's pitch in ninth. 27 batters went to the plate, and 27 batters made outs. Well, well, right, yeah. Am I right? Well, anyway, you look at it, walk. it's a no-hitter. Yeah, either way, you slice it, it's so special. It's special. But I told you, I'm going to hang up after this. I told you two months ago, Timmy, and I got it on tape. I got it in my notebook. I said there would be a no-hitter. <laughs> yes, you and did. And they might have another one. They could have another one. I'm with you there. It's, yeah. it's quite well, possible. Well, real that... quick, the Magic 8-Ball says World Series. It's It feels so, like it. We're going to be on the phone talking about the World Series. Oh, man, I hope so. All right, thank, thank All right, you, thanks, Mike. guys. Have a yep. good one, PPP. You got it. You, you, you too, Mikey. It. Enjoy this, brother. I don't think you've seen the last of no-hitters in, you know, in, the, in the near future. I, I mean, you're just, you're just going to get another one. It's just so 
it's so special just the fact that, you know, you don't have to look over your shoulder at 1987. I mean, that to me is the, the celebration that, man, you're going to tell me, you know, one? You can't get one? I mean, Odell Jones came close. Dave Bush had a couple of near misses into the you know eighth inning or whatever it was. I mean, you had opportunities here, but my goodness, it's a no hitter tonight for your Brewers. Yep, just phenomenal, phenomenal. It's <laughs> so cool. It is. Let's go to uh, Luke. Luke, you're next on the fan. What's going on? Hey Tim, happy Saturday. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to say this. I called in about let's say three years ago on this same show. And I was calling for Craig Council's head. I said that he was garbage. I said that we should fire him. I said that we should put Darnell Coles as our manager. Okay. I want to be the first to retract that statement and say, I want to re-sign Craig Council to a John Gruden-like contract. Let's re-sign for 10 years. I'm all in. The way he is bringing this club up, I'm all in. Year after year, we perform. We come up. We play good baseball. Yeah, we pulled Burns in the ninth, but we have a lot bigger picture set in mind i love it i'm all in brewer fever i'm gonna buy my postseason tickets as soon as they come uh appreciate you doing this show man but uh i'm all in love Craig council he's my guy (laughs) it's just you know some would say and this this is this is tough for managers to to kind of handle this stuff and and some Fans and, and analysts would say, well, he's been given the tools. So, I mean, gosh, you're, you're given a, a Cadillac uh, and it's brand new. Of course, it's going to drive nice. And you just happen to be behind the wheel of a great car. That's not really the case here. Guys, let's, let's yeah, they've had some talent. But why does, you know, uh, another manager uh, get all the accolades? And, and they're such great managers and they, 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 um, now, manager of the year, how this guy is not manager of the year is beyond belief. It, it really is. What he's done with what he's had to work with has been amazing. But again, in this situation, this conversation about the no-hitter, I am so torn on this. Guys, I just, I just I'm so happy on one side that there was a no-hitter thrown for the first time since 1987 for the Brewers. And then on the other hand, I look at it from Corbin Burns' perspective, and it's 115, and you're right at that mark. And you're like, man, I would have just, why didn't he let him go through? And then on the other hand, you're, you're saying, boy, he came right out earlier in the season and said, I'm not ruling out a six-man rotation. And bam, he pulls the trigger on it and goes six-man rotation. He gives people, uh, you know, little breaks, little windows of time to catch their breath a little bit. He's a master at using and utilizing off days. He's a master at giving, and and this hasn't been in abundance, but a uh, bullpen game over the years. Just to give these guys a rest, to line things up the way he wants. He's So that's, again, that's the debate that we're having, or at least I am, internally about how I feel about this no-hitter. Celebration big time. And then... Timmy, if you're if you're rock, how pissed are you that now all of a sudden you gotta share that seat with uh, Omar Narvaez? Yeah, that's true. But he was on the call, which is cool. Which that is, is cool. cool. Yes, to it come is. full circle, he's right there in that booth, and uh, he was he was in harness. 
uh, for the last time this occurred for the Brewers. 19, as I said a half hour ago, it's just when you think of 1987, you, know, you just think it's like the 1913 Toledo whatever. Did you have a, a mullet back then? I don't know if I, yeah, a little bit, maybe. I had longer hair for sure. How big was your mustache? It was sort of leaning toward that Aaron Rodgers thing of a few years ago. There yeah. you go. There you go. But it was so blonde. I mean, it just it just didn't. I, I'm not a facial, <laughs> facial hair guy. No, I, I shave like twice a week, literally. I, I'm not kidding you. All right, so they get the no-hitter tonight. Corbin Burns and Josh Hader, a combined no-hitter. And the Brewers get the victory. We will hear from Burns. We'll get more of your reaction. If you want to jump in here and and give a perspective that maybe we're not catching here. I mean, I'm open for that. I know Pipe Bomb is open for that. If there's something we're not catching here, then certainly let us know. 414-799-1250. A reason to celebrate again this season for the Brewers. A no-hitter. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan. You know, it's almost like it, it still hasn't set in that the Brewers threw a no-hitter tonight. I mean, it's been uh, since 1987, and I will say this, that I'm, I'm not going to get upset over, you know, Burns not being able to seal the deal uh, by himself. I, I'm, I'm just not, not at this point. I'm not doing it. I respect your opinion that uh, it cost Corbin Burns a little bit. I can only tell you what I'd have done. I'd have sent him back out there, but I'm not going to get upset. Getting upset over that on a night like this I don't know, man. I just, I'm not going there. I'm, Jeff, does that sound, I mean, am I making myself understood here a little bit? I'm just, this is a celebration. It's a no-hitter for the Brewers. I mean, come on. Absolutely. This should be 100% about the celebration, whether you agree with it or not. Just enjoy it. That's why it's so great hearing from, you know, all the dudes, uh, you know, Mike on the south side, Nate the Great, Kenny, all these guys, Tim and Racine, you know, the guys that just live and die on every pitch for the crew, yep, just yep. enjoy the hell out of it. This is awesome. It, it really is. It just is. And, and I'm, I'm not going to get upset over this. I, I'm just not. I'm just sort of, again, it's, it's like the Vogel blast last week. It's like, wow, I'm just sort of giddy about this, but it's real. It's true. It's a Brewers special season this year. It just is. It is. All of these things. That's what makes a special season. Our situations just like this. Our situations where you, you look at and you say, wow, they've, 
they're shattering the road victory record. Um, Corbin Burns had 10 consecutive batters retired via a strikeout for a Major League Baseball record. They're 33 games over 500 for the first time since ever. <laughs> so, again, I just, I, we're going to hear from Craig Council. Maybe he can clear things up for a couple of folks. But if there's something we're missing, we're wide open to that. Uh, let's go to Mark. Mark, you're next on the fan. What's happening, Mark? Hi, Tim. Thank you for taking my call. I, I'm just in your camp. I just think that, uh, you know, the no-hitter happens so rarely that, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed in the call. I'm celebrating the no-hitter. And this season is such a wonderful season because there's so many different events that have happened in games in the past that have never happened in Brewer history. So it, it seems like a really, you know, magical season. But I, you know, I'm kind of with you. But I just wanted to uh, give – I just need your opinion. You know, like in the future, because you were talking about maybe this isn't the only one that might happen. If this would happen in the future and the same decision would uh, – you know, come about. How how do you feel about that? I think Craig Council has been fairly, and actually, maybe that's that's not the right word. Council has been consistent in his philosophies. He just has. I mean, certainly this year, maybe uh, in terms of starting pitchers, he we need to go back to last year. Corbin Burns got hurt last year, heading into the postseason. That's right. bad. That that was not good. He he does not want that. I'm, none of us want that to happen heading uh, into this year. But I I suspect he's going to go ahead and make the same decision he made tonight. I don't think there's too many factors that would change that. I do, well, and the only uh, the only factor I could think of is instead of you know being 33 games over 500, you're 10 games under, because then you know. <laughs> you know, if your season's pretty much over, what the hell? Maybe you grab a, a small victory in that regard. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, you know, th- you can't. You can't complain on Craig when he's sitting there with all these wins in his pocket. Well, I, I just want to say I'm celebrating the win, and you know, there's so many great things that have happened. And in my opinion, I don't want it to reflect that Council's a bad manager or he's an idiot or whatever. I just am disappointed in the call. I wish you, you know, because like I said before, they happen so rarely that mm-hmm. I wish, you know, the man, Corbin Burns, would have the opportunity to finish it off. It didn't work out that way, but I'm still celebrating. Me too. And I'm right there, lockstep with you. I'm I'm right there. I'm not going to go on a tirade. I'm not going to go on a rant about, you know, you, you cost this kid uh, something so special. He may not ever have the opportunity. Think of all the pitchers in, in Major League Baseball that will never – uh, have an opportunity for a no hitter, but I, I'm, you know, I'll, there's time to get to that there, but tonight's not the night for me as a longstanding Brewers fan, like you guys, you know, I just, you know, I remember where I was in 1987 when that no hitter was thrown by Juan Nieves. And, and I, I just look back on that and it was a, uh, an apartment complex that I was living at in, uh, in Madison and, you know, I, I could hear the celebration throughout the courtyards, throughout the, the apartment complex. I mean, you could just hear, like, people screaming out, out of windows. And so not necessarily out their window, but in their living rooms or whatever, celebrating a no-hitter back then. I would imagine this was very similar. I mean, you probably had, you know, here, here's the one blemish on this. 
This this is the one and only blemish that I feel really bad. And I don't know if anyone can guess this. What the what day it is? Nope. Okay. That Bob that Bob Euchre wasn't involved in this. Yeah. Yeah, that's that true. Is, that is the one part of it that you know is a little bit of a bummer here. That that you couldn't couldn't have been involved in in some way, shape, or form on the play by play here. But the outside of that, I mean. <laughs> Not too much to, to argue about. The Brewers threw a no-hitter tonight. I just love saying that. The Brewers threw a no-hitter tonight. You know, that, that Someone should put that together on a promo or something. Well, and somebody better get ready to call you an Uber in about three hours. Cause, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got a, you know, I got a big day tomorrow with Fantasy Football Weekly starting at 10. It's week number one in the NFL. And you know, then we have a post-game tomorrow after game three. And hopefully the Brewers... Get a victory. I think it is important on the win side of things. Reds and cards are tied right now. Uh, the magic number is now at eight. It could go to seven within a few minutes. Yep. And, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer to popping some corks and having a, a division ce- uh, win celebration here, a division title celebration. So there's a lot of good things happening right now for sure. Um, we're going to get to Craig Council in just a second here. Well, let's let's get another uh, caller and get their reaction here, Jeff. All right. You're on with Tim. Go ahead. Hey, Tim. How you doing? More important how you are. I'm doing great. Uh, Tim, I remember the Juan Yavis no-hitter, 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, with my buddy. He had a... I think it was about a 1979 Camaro. And Juan Avis got the no-hitter, and everyone in Milwaukee went crazy. We went down to Wisconsin Avenue, and it was like a drag strip. Everyone was lining <laughs> up. Awesome. We went and bought bleach so people with cars that had some muscle could light them up smoke up their tires smoke the smoke the tires all night and it was just amazing and that was well 1987 and a long time coming um i wish burns could have got it himself but that's okay this is a team thing this is team win and it is team for the future it's so craig council like to have a combined no hitter isn't it I mean, it's just it's just tailor made for a Craig Council game. If you're going to have a no hitter uh, in Brewerland here, it's going to be a combined no hitter, a team effort under Craig Council. He has instilled that into every single player that has come through his clubhouse. All right, th- thanks for the call. Let's get to Big Rig. Big Rig, man, I know you're celebrating. <laughs> yes, I am, uh, and I'll be doing even more celebrating with the adult beverage variety after I go pick up my kids from the, the skating <laughs> rink. Boom! Right now. But uh, no, it's, it's kind of ironic. I was I got gas earlier today, and some and I I thought at the time moron was squealing his tires leaving the gas station in, in some uh, you know Cobra, uh, Ford Cobra, and I was like, oh, that's that's interesting that that guy would do that. And then the caller ahead of me just said that, so maybe it was a little foreshadowing. I didn't there even realize. You go. It. Boom! Don't get old, Riggs. Don't get old. <laughs> well, I'm looking at a gas station. I mean, you know, come on, there's some flammable things there. Anyway. Uh, no, obviously, uh, just a hell of a game. Uh, so much fun to watch. So much fun to follow along on social media. Just 
keeping tabs on everybody, holding their breath, and uh, you know nobody wanting there to be a jinx. And then, of course, the walk happens in the, in the seventh inning. Everybody's freaking out. Uh, but at that point, the pitch count, you kind of figured Burns, this was going to have to be a combined effort. It was going to finish. Uh, but just to see his elation after Hader got the last three outs, to hear Hader talk about in postgame about how nervous he was, <laughs> probably the most nervous he's ever been on the pitching round before. Just These guys all pull for each other. We've known that for years. And just a cool moment for these guys to finish it up. It just it just is. It, it's, it's history in the making tonight, folks. It, this is history. I mean, we, we, we follow every pitch, and we, we try and hit these bench, uh, uh, isolate and, and focus on these, these benchmarks that they've been hitting. But here we go, another one in a big, big-time moment. You, you mentioned Josh Hader there. I think this, these types of high-pressure situations here, big rig thanks, dude, these, yep. these, these high-pressurized sort of situations, because it was, even though it was a game that matters but doesn't really matter, as Toby put it, I like the way he put that. Um, it still was a high-pressure situation. That's still a little experience headed down the stretch here into the playoffs. I I like that a lot. Yep. Yeah, that atmosphere, you know, all that kind of stuff. Just, oh, you know, an embarrassment of riches, Timmy. Kind of. It, it really is sort of that way here. And, and, again, I will just say this, that every World Series winning team, has these types of stories, and I say types, plural. This is what a World Series championship season is made of. When you look back at what the Bucks just accomplished, you go back at some of the challenges that they had throughout the season. You go back and, and, and look at some of the tough losses, some of the huge sort of uh, victories to, to, to take a game and uh, against Brooklyn, the mighty empire, or all of these things, the injuries that they overcome, all of these things, slumps and, and getting out of it and statistical information and, and, and record-breaking things, I'll promise you, because we don't have experience with World Series winning teams as Brewer fans, but I'll promise you every single World Series winning team goes through exactly what this team is going through now, all of those things, all of these little bullet points, franchise record over 500, franchise uh, record in wins on the road, uh, 10 strikeouts in a row. How many, how many strikeouts did Corbin Burns have before he walked a man this year? Again, record breaker after benchmark, after big time series, big time moments, all of these things lead to World Series titles. That doesn't assure you of anything. That doesn't guarantee that this team is going to win the World Series. But if they are, this is exactly the way you do it, just the way they're doing it right now. Let's get Todd in here. Todd, we're going to hear from Craig Council in just a minute or two. What's going on? Hey, I was boys. Oh boy, I got a, a quick story for you. Um, I, uh, I started out my college career here in uh, Eau Claire, and I got the boot. I was on double secret probation, right? <laughs> So, what did you do to get Hell yeah, Animal House people? style. Yeah, what uh, happened? Oh, you really want to know the truth? My I do. caught me screwing the broad across the street's daughter. So she said, pick anywhere to go, just get out of here, right? So my cousin, who lived out in Daytona Beach, is going to Embry-Riddle at the Nerds Medical uh, University. So anyway, 
I got the boot. Well, the dude that one of my roommates, you know, because back then it was like, yeah, I don't know, there's so many people in a house. And uh, anyway, the Nintendo, I think it was 64 or whatever it was. And the guy that uh, one of my roommates was, a, he was from Jersey, and he was a huge Yankees fan. Well, I would always pick the Brewers, and it would be uh, Nieves uh, as my pitcher. So, mm-hmm. and he threw that no hitter. So I would always pick, <laughs> I would always pick him. But it's just I haven't had the feeling since back then. And granted, yeah. the, you know the 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 the, the, the game was the year behind, but still. I always picked him because he was the, the baddest guy on the planet. But it was uh, that just brought back all those memories, you know, getting booted out of the house, getting moved down to Florida, and pitching uh, him against uh, the Yankees. It was wonderful. <laughs> Todd, I didn't realize. All right, thanks for the call. I did not uh, realize that, Jeff, that <laughs> Todd had a little swag to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sound like Todd was having a good old time. And uh, <laughs> when, you, when you start every call with howdy boys, I mean, I didn't know that, that there was a little a little fun factor, a little other, other side of the tracks to Todd in Watertown there. Good for you. Yeah, right. that's awesome. I, you know, I, I wonder what happened to break it off with that chick. Maybe, uh, you know, it's too bad he got thrown out and shipped down to Florida or you know, it could have been uh, could have been love. All right, uh, I can't wait for this. I haven't heard or read any quotes yet. I've, I'm going to get off the air a little bit later on and just kind of scroll through Twitter and everything. Those of you that have the uh, superstitious uh, gene in you, I do to a degree. Also, I well, maybe some would say to a large degree. Um, I knew something was brewing. Something special was brewing through three innings. When you see seven of nine outs going down via the strikeout, that that told me a story. So I was kind of hanging on every out. That's where I was at with this. So let's see uh, where Craig Council was at. Corbin Burns, Josh Hader, the Brewers, a combined no-hitter tonight. Here's the Brewers manager. Hey, Craig, when we were um, just talking to Corbin, he said he had to fight pretty hard to go out for the eighth. And, I'm guessing he you must, so you must have been a little nervous even at that point about his pitch count, huh? Um, I wasn't I wasn't nervous about his pitch count in the eighth, but I but I thought to finish the game we were gonna have to probably go to a place that I wasn't comfortable going. Um, but I, I'm not going out there for the eighth. I wasn't you know that he he was well within a good range to me and the way he was throwing the ball and kind of how all the innings had went. I thought he was he was in fine position to do that, um, and, I, and I thought there was a chance that if the eighth went, you know, if he had a couple aggressive hitters, and if the eighth went re- eighth went really quickly, that you know maybe there's a shot. But um, you know, I, it was it was just at a point where I think you know I, I we just had to put a bigger picture in our head a little bit about um, you know what's going on here. I think maybe in a different season there's that something different happens there, um, but. Um, you know, we, we have to understand what's going to happen for the next six weeks here and, and keep that in mind. Craig, we know how competitive and intense Corbin is. So what was that conversation like? Did, was he understanding in that moment? I mean, he was, he, you know, I think he felt good. And I, and I, he, he obviously was throwing the ball incredibly well. I mean, it was, it was a masterpiece. Um, so you know, I, I think, I think it was, it was a good conversation. Um, 
you know, he, he did, he did, you know, he's just adamant about going out there for the eighth inning. And I had completely understood that. I think, you know, from my perspective, um, you know, he, he's going to, he's got a lot of innings ahead of him still this year, a lot of really important innings ahead of him this year. And I want to make sure that he's um, in, in the best possible position for those innings. So there, there was, he was, I mean, I think, you know, he, he wanted to go out there for sure. Um, but I think he also understood. Sorry. Um, those of us who grew up in the area have seen that play a million times with Robin Yount diving yeah. for the ball in the outfield and that did you the, obviously the inning was different, but did you see some similarities there with low Kane's catch? Yeah. I mean, I, no, I mean, the, when you just said it and when you say it, it brings up memories for sure. Um, but it, yeah, remarkably similar. I'm pretty, pretty incredible, actually. Craig, maybe we shouldn't be surprised that Corbin did this, right? I mean, you look at his season, his body of works, incredibly yeah. set a couple of incredible records. He's now one of the few Brewers pitcher ever to go to 200. He's going to push for the most strikeouts in franchise history. I mean, this is some kind of year he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I, this is this is bigger. He's having a season that's bigger than just Brewer records. He's having a season that's historical in Major League Baseball. Um, so I, I think that that some of some of his statistics are historical in baseball. Um, the, the walks to the strikeouts is is, is absolutely incredible. Um, you know the way he started the season season with no walks. So he's having a special season. It's, it's a special year, and um, you know tonight was um, you know a highlight of it for sure. But uh, this is this is. A, a pitcher having an incredibly special season. Not to be lost in any of this, but Hader kind of had the, you know, it's the dual pressure of, uh, of the save and the no hitter simultaneously, which is a first even for him. Uh, how about the way he, he finished that one off? Yeah. I talked to Josh about it. I asked him if it felt any different um, that, than, than a normal night. And he said it absolutely felt different. Um you know, I, I think there was uh, there, there's just a little more there, um, but that's always a good that's a good thing. I think it's hard to throw something at Josh that he hasn't experienced, <laughs> um, and uh, I think it's good to feel things like that um, for someone like Josh. So um, he, he handled it remarkably well as he always does, and uh, we're, we're lucky to have. You know, I, that was that was part of it for me, frankly, is that you know, you're not knowing you're putting Josh Hader in that to finish it is, is part of it. Um, uh, you know, it, a Burns and Hader, no hitter for the Brewers is two names that deserve to be on, deserve to be in a, in a no hitter, uh, or, you know, I, or I don't want to, they just, they do they, for what they've done for this, for this organization. And I think Josh's name associated with is, is appropriate. You talked about Corbin, you know, in the year he's had, but when you look at the, you know, with Brandon and also Freddie, did you think a no hitter maybe, you know, was inevitable at this point for one of those three with the way those guys have all been pitching this year? I, I did. We, we, I, I spent a lot of time standing next to Jason Lane in the dugout uh, with the defensive stuff. And we've talked about it all year. We've talked about it early in April. We talked about it when we had a bunch of, you know, one hit games. Uh, yeah. 
you know, that, that, that first hit is, is always something a little different, but it, you expected it to happen at some point. And then all the no hitters that happened in baseball this year, you, you, you did expect it to happen at some point. I, I've told Jason a number of times it's going to happen. It's going to happen for us with one of these guys. They're, they're, they're so good that it's going to happen for one of them. How's Telez feeling? Um, he, he re-aggravated the, the, the knee that's, that's bothered him from time to time this year. Um, so, um, we are going to get an MRI in the morning, um, and we'll go from there. Let's find out the play of the game brought to you by ABC audio video, home entertainment and smart home technology, simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Haters 1-2. Strike three. They'll secure it at first, and there it is. The second no-hitter in Brewers franchise history. As Hater picks up the save, burns the win. And they're erasing history all the way back to 1987, Rob. What, what, what a magical year it has been for the Brewers, capped off tonight by the no-hitter, Corbin Burns, Josh Hader. What a performance by these guys. I mean, you talk about a Cy Young candidate. Corbin Burns just kind of leapfrogged a couple of guys tonight. Right on, right on, right on. Brewers get the victory and a no-hitter tonight. You just heard it there on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Uh, Craig Kashan and Bill Schroeder, the man that caught the last no-hitter for the crew right there on the call, 414-799-1250. You heard from Craig Council there, and he said we kind of expected it. And, and you know, that's that's not earth-shattering news here. So did we. And, again, I'll, I'll make the point that these aren't junk ballers and nothing against soft tossers. I, I get that. But predominantly, you know, over the course of uh, baseball history – the overpowering pitchers get the no hitters. They just do. They just do. Now, again, you, you could say that and cite some examples of Mike fires has a couple of them, but, and he's not a flamethrower, but these guys are high end dominating talent when they're in the zone, when they're on, when they're on their game. I mean, it's just, it was a matter of time before this happened. I don't think this should surprise too many people here. No, I don't think it does either, Timmy. But this was a different Craig Council than we normally hear every night. He was kind of puffing his chest out a little bit, uh, you know, saying saying he knew the no-hitter was coming, saying that he knows how uh, very, you know, how Burns is going to pitch in some very important innings uh, coming up down down the uh, stretch here. Meaning in the playoffs, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, he was puffing out his chest. It was, it was nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, no, no question about it. it it's a, a special season. It's a special night for sure. A no hitter for the first time since 1987. Let's go to Eric. Eric uh, Hawthorne Woods is that California? No, it's actually uh, Illinois. Hawthorne Woods, Illinois. It's a crazy story how I ended up out here. But I actually, yeah, Corbin Martins went to my high school. But he was there after I I played ball there, but he was there after me. Okay, but, um, good enough. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's it's definitely going to be a huge thing in our town for sure for him and Bakersfield, <laughs> California. But well, it'll uh, it'll get even better once they win the World Series. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he. I mean, he's one of the big reasons that I became a Brewers fan, and uh, we we make the trip up north on the ninety four all the time. I mean, to go up there and it's, it's just a lot of fun. And I've made That's all my cool. kids Brewers fans, and 
we're huge Tim Allen fans too. So I got them listening to the post game show. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. It's a yeah. celebration tonight, man. This is cool. I mean, we we haven't experienced this since 1987. We haven't, you know, I, I've been waiting for this. Uh, honestly, all of us have. But in terms of on the air doing this show, Eric, I've been waiting 16 years to do a show after a Brewers no-hitter, and we finally get it tonight. Yeah, it was great. Eric dropped off, but uh, it's great to hear him spreading the love down in uh, in Illinois and Hawthorne Woods and awesome. Just awesome. What a great night. Ground, isn't it, Jeff? Well, I don't know where Hawthorne Woods is. I'm not familiar with that uh, particular suburb, but yeah, the first 35 years of my life I was down there. Oh, the stories. Well, we we were bearing our soul with Todd in Watertown. You want to? <laughs> <you wanna, laughs> well, you want to run down the first five pages of my rap sheet or what? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We're going to hear from uh, Corbin Burns up next. Stick around if you want to react to this Brewers no hitter tonight. We will certainly invite you to grab a telephone and dial four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. As uh, Corbin Burns, Josh Hader, and the Brewers get their first no-hitter since 1987. We're celebrating that. No, oh, by the way, there happened to be a three-zip victory tonight to move that magic number to eight. We'll give a check of that Reds-Cardinal score. The magic number could move down to seven. Brewers rolling. We'll be right back here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Hey, if you haven't heard, there was a no-hitter thrown by the Brewers tonight. I just love saying that. It's I've been doing this show 16 years. And Scream just, it from the rooftops. All that. I just I am just on cloud nine here. As uh, Corbin Burns and Josh Hader, a combined no-hitter, the second no-hitter in franchise history, uh, Evan Heffel. My phone is just blowing up here. Yeah, I mean, of just, course it is. Uh, I know that, and it's uh, it's, it's crazy, man. Um, Glenn, uh, the bass player in, in the band, uh, he's coming back from Summerfest, and he's celebrating. I want to know who he, who he went to see at Summer, Summerfest. Glenn, who'd you go see? Who was playing tonight? I don't even know. I think it was Dave Chappelle was the headliner tonight. Ooh. So jokes. Maybe uh, jokes, but who knows? Maybe you went to see a band on one, you know, 99% yeah. of the time I go to Summerfest, I never go in the amphitheater. Uh, I'm always there to see the <laughs> see the bands nobody cares about on the smaller stages. Right. You'll be walking by one of the smaller stages and it'll be like, oh, there's bad company over there. Okay, yep. let's, let's go check them out. Or over here is... Uh, Oh, REO's playing over here. Let's 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 check these guys out. That's pretty cool. You had a great night for it too. You missed a great game, that's for <laughs> sure. Uh, Corbin Burns and Josh Hader a no hitter tonight. Let's get Dominic in here before we hear from Burns. Dominic, you're on the fan. Hey guys, how we doing? More important, how you are? Uh, I got off work. It was uh, a little disheartening. I couldn't really watch too much of the game, uh, but. His cutter was looking nasty, and, you know, I saw uh, – I'm a server at a restaurant, so we have a TV there, and I, I just peeked up, and I'm like, what? Perfect game. <laughs> but um, it's it kind of stinks that, you know, Hater went in, but I, I do see his arm 
as a liability, but I just wanted to say you can just feel something special this year. Like, seriously, with the Brewers, I've been a fan my whole life. I was at the Braun game. But, uh, you know, I just wanted yeah. to say you can feel something special, something different. It's kind of like the Bucks too. It's like, you know, they, they're up and down, but they're winning, you know, all these series and just some in the air. So there there that, is, you know. there is Dominic. You're you're right, and I'm feeling the same thing. I am, and and it's it's okay to be nervous about some of these games, and certainly we're going to have some nerves uh, come October eighth when it's game one of the NLDS. There, there'll be some nerves, but know this: nine times out of ten, they're going to be in that baseball game with Woody Burns and Peralta on the hill. That's that's the one thing I like, I love about this team. Okay, will the offense come through against, you know, another another team's ace? Well, we're going to find out. But know this, that they will be in the game as the game starts and throughout their, you know, outing, if you will. Woody Burns or Peralta, I'm, I'm good on either one of them. You, you mentioned the cutter. Yes, he did find the cutter tonight for sure. It, it, thanks for the call. He had lost it a little bit the last, I don't know, two starts or so. The curveball tonight, though. See, that's the thing with this dude. Cutter, curveball, slider, change. <laughs> Guy's got like five or six pitches. I I don't think you've seen the last of either near no hitters or no hitters for Corbin Burns. Yeah. I, I really don't. No. There's, you know, I think he's going to throw another one, too. It's just way too much talent. His stuff is way too nasty. So, you know, I, I think it'll be the first of uh, of at least a couple. In picking apart his outing a little bit, and it's tough to do when you go uh, eight innings of no-hit baseball and one walk, I thought in the uh, seventh inning, that's where he lost the complete game portion of this no-hitter to me. I thought he should have came out a little more aggressive, and, and he slowed the pacing down. Now, Burns isn't the quickest uh, pitcher on the face of the planet. But he did slow down even more in that seventh inning, and I thought it just sort of it grinded a little bit. That that's what it felt like to me in the seventh inning. Of course, he you know he didn't allow a hit, but it just sort of grinded there, and I thought he lost the complete game right there. A hundred and four pitches after seven, I thought Craig was going to not let him go out at, in, into the eighth inning, and then at one fifteen after eight, I was like, oh, just let him do it. Let him try it. Yeah, it just didn't happen, but Josh Hader came in. Was a little nervous, says Josh Hader. Uh, Wow. Well, let's hear from uh, Corbin Burns, get his perspective on this. Brewers, a combined no-hitter tonight and a three-zip victory. Corbin, um, first of all, congratulations to you and Josh. And can you uh, tell us where you stood on coming out at 115 pitches? Did you want to keep pitching? Um, I think anyone would want to keep pitching in that situation. Um, you know, I, I I had a fight pretty hard to go out for the eighth. Um, so I think after the eighth, that was a that was that was a pretty easy one for counts. Um, you know, obviously the the uh, the thought is to to keep everything healthy and make sure we're healthy for September, uh, the end of September into into the into the postseason. So um, you know, I think pushing the pushing the pitch count there probably wasn't the smartest idea. But um, yeah, I, I had a fight to get up for the eighth, but you know, I, I knew I had no shot for the ninth. Corbin, uh, you, you feel good, obviously, with Josh on the mound for the ninth, but how, how tough was that for you? How nerve-wracking was that for you, having to watch that play out? No, not, not bad at all. Um, 
I think if there's anyone in the game that you'd want to come behind you to complete a no hitter, it would be Josh Hader. So there was, you know, there was, there was no nerve nerves there or anything. It was more like a done deal. How did you feel physically there at the end? Was it starting to get a little gassed? Was it, was it starting to, to run down a tad? No, no, it felt great. Um, you know, I think I felt better there in the seventh and the eighth than I probably did, um, you know, in the, in the middle innings. Corbin, it's been such a historically great year for you, the, the walk strikeout thing at the start and then those 10 Ks in Chicago. Um, does this just go into the basket of a pretty good season of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think we've done a lot of impressive things as a, as a team as a whole. Um, you know, and it feels like we're, you know, we're playing our best baseball as we come into the middle of September here. Um, you know, I think we're only getting better. Um, you know, we've got a few guys banged up right now that, um, you know, we'll get some extra days and, you know, be even better come postseason. So, um, you know, it's, it's an exciting time in the, in the organization for sure. Um, you know, I know we're all fired up in there and we're, we're excited to play every day. And, you know, we don't feel like there's any game that we can't win. Corbin, did you have a sense pretty early uh, th this could be a, a good one for you and you struck out, you know, four of the first five batters? Did you kind of feel like this could be a special night for you? Yeah, stuff was good. Um, you know, we were getting some ugly swings early on. Um, you know, I didn't think it was it was going to be a no hitter type night. Um, you know, I, I, I knew that we threw a lot of pitches early on. Um, there's a couple of long ABs, a couple of three ball counts. The walk didn't help. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely didn't think it was that type of night, but, you know, I knew I was spinning the ball good and um, it was going to be out there for a while. Regarding the walk, uh, you know, I, I'm sure at that point, you know, what's at stake, uh, what was kind of going through your mind, you know, that, that at bat. And, and then when, uh, you know, when you get the ball four. Yeah, obviously not too happy that I walked a guy. Um, you know, there's, there's no, really no good time to, to walk a hitter, um, you know, especially to, to lead off an inning. Um, so maybe, you know, made myself work a little bit, a little bit there. Um, but you know, I, you know, I pride myself in trying to limit free passes and, and making guys earn it. So, um, you know, only having one walk over eight innings is, is obviously good, but, um, yeah, definitely like to have that one back. Corbin, you've seen enough of Lorenzo to know how good a center fielder he is. Where does that play rank for you in terms of, uh, you know, I guess importance or, or how big did you, did you view that catch that he made there in the seventh? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, in, in the scope of the game, that was, you know, that's the, you know, they, they say every game there's a play. That was, that was definitely the play. Um, but, you know, we, we've seen what Lowe can do, Robin Homers, and, um, you know, like it's nothing. Him, him and Jackie out there, you know, paired together, unbelievable. So uh, when that ball came off the bat, I thought there was a chance it was going to get down. But um, then when I saw Locaine had a beat on it, you know, I, I knew that he had it. Corbin, just kind of set the scene for us afterward. What, what did you what did, did you go say anything to Josh or just what was said? There's, it looked like got a little bit of a subdued celebration on the field. No, we, I mean, we were, we were excited. You know, I, I wanted to make sure I went straight to him and, and congratulate him. Um, you know, not too many relievers get to be part of, part of a no-hitter like that and, and to close it out. So um, obviously he's having a, a very special season once again. Um, He's obviously one of my one of my friends on the team, but one of my best friends off the team. Um, so to to share that with him was was obviously special for the both of us. And um, you know, the first thing I want to do is make sure to to congratulate him. And then you know, I I had already said my said my thanks to Omar for for calling a good game. So then um, you know he was he was the next guy to go to to you know to congratulate him on calling a no hitter. 
Anybody else for Corbin? Corbin it had been since 1987 since Juan Davis. <laughs> Will it be good now to like update that page in the record book, the Brewers record book? That's been 34 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be upset about putting a no hitter in the books. Yeah, there he is, Corbin Burns, just a stoic, nice delivery there, and didn't think he had no-hit stuff early. Uh, I did, and it was uh, it was after three innings of work where nine up, nine down, seven via the strikeout. That that's where I was at, and that was that was when I I thought, you know what, let's just just go out by out. And I think uh, you know, a couple of years ago, Craig Council was calling his entire pitching staff out getters. Yep. Do you remember, oh do yeah, you remember I remember. Hell oh, yeah. And and I was just going crazy in the studio down the hallways and just yelling, that's what you do, you get outs because you're out getters. That's what you do. You two more outs and the Brewers seal this or move on or whatever it was. Um, that's how I was after three innings of work tonight. I really was. I was like, let's let just get another out. Let's see if you can go clean again. Let's see if you, let's see if you can get through one more inning and be, in the blink of an eye, it was the third, fourth, and fifth innings that just flew by. And I went, oh, Brewers offense stepping out of the way of Corbin Burns is what they were doing. Yep. Uh, and, and you know, it got to the seventh inning, and I'm like, no, this is legit here. You got a shot at this thing. Pitch count, you know, I knew would there would be a decision. There would be a, a, a bridge to cross uh, between Craig Council and, and Burns. And I love the way Burns put it. He said, what pitcher wouldn't want to go back out there? Of course, yeah. That was a great answer. Yeah, it was, but on the other hand, I give Craig a lot of credit because he owned it about taking him out. He owned it, so, you know, so there's got big, big things picture. to come. Yep. So, uh, you know, both of them said exactly what they're supposed to say, and, uh, you know, it depends on, you know, I, how could you feel bad? Yes, it's combined. I don't think it's as special as, as one dude doing it the whole way. I agree. But still, it is a no-hitter. Scream it from the mountaintops. It is a no-hitter, the second in franchise history. We're going to hear from Josh Hader in just a second here. Let's get Marshall in here. Marshall, uh, where were you in 1987 the last time this occurred? <laughs> Tim, I... Yeah, I remember Juan's very well. I was living on the east side at the time, and uh, I was getting ready to go on and over to, to live overseas. It's a long story for the next year of my life, which I did. But uh, it was an interesting time in my life. I had unfortunately lost my dad the year before and everything, but uh, but it was tremendous. I still remember Robin's catch very well, and. Uh, as for today, I didn't see as nearly as much of this one. I, as you guys know, I've had my mind on football and tennis sure. and all that stuff today. We had some history in New York with Radica News when the first qualifier to ever win a major. So <laughs> how appropriate today that, that uh, Burns and, and, and Hader pull this off today, guys. It's just fascinating, and I'm in agreement with you, you Tim, I uh, I didn't see much, but I saw some stats and, and some of the other sports I was watching. And when I saw no runs, no walks, seven Ks, I thought, uh-oh, we may have something really mm -hmm. interesting going on. I mean, think about that. Seven of the first nine were strikeouts. And yep. that always tells me, and, and not to rain on the parade, but when we – 
when we it was inflicted on us back in 07 by a certain uh, Detroit pitcher, uh, I said to my brother that night, the ball's dancing like old Fred Astaire used to. I knew that uh, Verlander was going to be very tough to hit. And remember, we got four walks in that game, guys. And it's amazing. I don't know how the Brewers even got four walks in that game. But uh, it, it but makes it easier to handle. Corbin just was on. And it would have been great if he could have gone all the way. But you know how it, go, how it is today, guys. I'm thrilled he went eight. And then Hader finished it off, and and as you say, it's still a no-hitter. It's still history, and uh, 34 years was long enough. It is, Marshall. Thanks for the call. Hey, Marshall, Marshall, before you hang up. Oh, too late. I was looking to get a a pick on the men's final, see if Joker's going to close out the U.S. Open. I'd like to make enough money to live next to Marshall in Whitefish Bay there. There you go. It makes it a little bit easier to handle now, in retrospect, an Alec Mills no-hitter against us. He mentioned Justin Verlander, a no-hitter against the Brewers. Makes it easier to handle a Scott Erickson no-hitter against the Brew Crew. Didn't Steve Busby throw a no-hitter against the Brewers? <laughs> so it it does sort of minimize that a little bit. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not opposed to saying that. I just, it, it, it is about time. It really is. Enough's enough here. It's been 30, but you watch it all the way around the league. You're seeing these guys throwing no hitters. And then, then you, we've got, uh, you know, the Try Young Award candidates, and, and we don't get one. Well, finally, we did here in Milwaukee. It's a no hitter tonight. Burns and then Hader. And let's hear from Josh Hader uh, in in the melee here. The Brewers do get the victory, eighty eight and fifty five. Another save for Josh, and he's got thirty one of thirty two chances. And the Brewers just keep keeping on. Here's the Brewers' left handed closer. Hey, hey Josh, um, as great as the starting pitching's been this year, I don't think you're going to be totally stunned. You got a chance to finish off something special, can you, or were you? Um, yeah, I mean. I was expecting him to go out in the ninth. You know, that's what we all hoped for. I mean, for the masterpiece he was putting together through eight innings, um, you almost think you 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 want to finish it as a as a pitcher and a competitor that he is. But uh, it was special. It was an honor that I was able to finish it out and uh, be a part of history. Uh, I mean, because watching those eight innings, for, it, it was incredible. Josh, you've been in some pretty high-pressure situations throughout your career as a closer. Where does that rank when you need to close out a no hitter? Uh, I would say probably top one. Um, you know, I was nervous. I was nervous as heck. Uh, they called it, said you're in the game. Uh, I mean, you don't want to be the guy that gives up a hit in that situation, especially after uh, eight innings of clean baseball. So, uh, and we ended up doing it. Hey, Josh, have you ever been that nervous coming into a game as the closer? No, probably not. It was probably definitely the first time that was, I was like to a, a nervous of uh, don't mess up. Josh, you and you and Corbin are, are such good friends off the field. Um, and you've you've seen him go through so much of all the work he's put in since 19 for him to put this kind of game together. Um, just just how proud are you of him as a teammate and as a friend? 
Oh, I'm incredibly proud. Uh, you know, that's one of the things just um, since he got called up, um, you know, obviously going through the tough struggles, but for him to, uh, you know, just turn it around and, and just figure himself out as a player, um, you know, and to just continue to not get down on himself and continue to work hard. I mean, that was one of the biggest things is, um, you know, that this game, this game's hard enough. And, uh, you know, for him to just completely flip the script and, um, you know, be as dominant as he is, because he was, he was always dominant, but um, once he added that cutter and, and just add that to, to the mix, it was uh, lights out. So, you know, in, incredibly proud of him, uh, all the hard work he's put in, uh, and, and it's paying off. I mean, you, you can see it right here. Josh, you had, you exchanged a, a big hug with Corbin right out of as he came out of the dugout there. I know you guys have a pretty good relationship. What was that moment like for you? Special. Uh, you know, I think – I think just in general, just how hard this game is, uh, like I said, like the way he's uh, his journey's been uh, to see him just continue to crush it and do something incredibly special. Uh, and for me to be a part of it, I mean, it's a, it's a complete honor. Hey Josh, I don't know if you've ever come across Juan Nieves in any way at a Brewers alumni or whatever, but you know, he's been sitting on the only no hitter since 1987. What does it feel like? to add a second one. <laughs> like I said, it's an honor uh, for me to be a part of this, um, to watch Corbin, uh, Omar, the whole team just do their thing. I mean, there was a lot of big plays in this game um, that saved it. Um, so, you know, this, like I said before, this team's incredible. Uh, it's incredible to be a part of. Uh, and it's truly special. Uh, you never know what you're going to get each and every day from these guys. Josh, I asked counts this a little while ago, but from your perspective, when you look at Corbin, you look at Woody, you look at Freddie, are you surprised it took this long for a no-hitter this season? Count said he was he was talking about it in April already. Yeah, I mean, you, you got the horses, man. I mean, you see how these guys go about it. Um, you know, you knew that somebody was going to do it eventually. Um, day in and day out, every time these guys are on the mound, you know you know what you're going to get. Um, and and today we got it. We got, we got the – the no hitter. Um, so, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just incredible. Josh? Josh, do you get the feeling that maybe more special things are to come, that this is like just writing one more chapter and what's becoming a special year? Absolutely. Uh, I think, like I said, I think this team, this team is, uh, is nothing like I've ever been on before, man. Like, um, the way that the vibes are, the way this, this team plays the game, uh, the way we pick up each other, uh, it's, it's truly special. Um, and you can just feel it in the air. Uh, and so, you know, obviously where we're at right now, we're in a really, really good spot. Um, so, and, and the thing is we, we attack each day, um, you know, as it's a new one and continue to, uh, you know, work hard. So, you know, it's going to be fun to finish up this September and, and see where we go from there. Those are big words from Josh Hader, and he is right on the money. The, even the players are starting to feel the special nature of this season. It could be, it could be the ultimate special season in the Brewers' history since 1970. Man, I, could, I cannot wait. And he's right. It's just they, they can't wait to get out. It's just a different thing. He used the word special. We've been using that word for months now. Yep. It is a special season. 
and and all of these and a, a no hitter certainly falls into that category for sure all right there's a series to continue there's 19 games left here in the 21 championship season magic number now at seven the reds do fall to the st louis cardinals so seven is the magic number to clinch the division title here in the 21 championship season we'll check out a pitching matchup brewers go after a sweep in game three we'll do that next here on the fan what's on tap for the crew what pitcher starts the next one it's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Brewers do have a uh, little work to do tomorrow, and that is uh, if they can, well, if they can get my ex-wife to borrow, uh, borrow her broom, maybe they can go after a sweep <laughs> of the Cleveland Indians tomorrow. I think she'd let them. Uh, she, I, I don't think she's flying anywhere lately. No, um, she'd be hitting them with the broom just <laughs> like she used to hit you with it, Timmy. Big time. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is game three. Now, if you haven't heard, Brandon Woodruff uh, was originally scheduled to start in game three tomorrow. He has been scratched. A little bit of a, a stomach issue or some sort of uh, flu thing. or It's non-COVID. But uh, nonetheless, Lucky for he's, him. Yeah, he's pushed to Wednesday. And he will start uh, game two in the short, uh, abbreviated two-game set against the uh, Detroit Tigers. So in his stead, it'll be Eric Lauer on the hill for the crew tomorrow. A 5-5 five and five mark, 3.18 earned run average. He's been outstanding this year, all told, and especially lately. I would love to see him with a nice performance to get, uh, get that ERA three or under three. Uh, Aaron Savali will start ag- uh, against the crew this guy's good. A three and a quarter earned run average, a 10 and three mark, and he's a really good young pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. So the Brewers' offense has their hands full tomorrow, that's for sure. First pitch, a little afternoon after the last pitch, you make the switch. We're going to be here for you. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. And in this series here, let's see, Corbin Burns, the starter tonight, uh, Adrian Adrian Hauser yesterday. Brewers starters in the two games thus far, 14 innings of no-run baseball on one hit. Well, Hauser did give up two, but they were unearned. Yeah. So no earned runs in 14 innings of work on just one hit in 14 innings? <laughs> were the starters okay sick uh, let's just let's see what, sick. what goes on tomorrow so we'll be talking to you tomorrow morning at 10 first edition of fantasy football weekly we'll get you all ready to go 10 a.m join uh, evan and myself uh for the 15th season of fantasy football weekly for the polish pipe bomb jeff orlowski we're celebrating my name is tim allen it is a brewers no hitter tonight And just a huge reason to smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.